everybody. You are listening to episode number 17 of Off Our Game Podcast. Guys, we are a one-hour sports podcast. We are three regular Joes talking about sports. We love sports. We talk sports most of the time. Anything for the most part except for a few things that we just don't get into very much. My name is Brandon Sosa, and you are along for a heck of a journey so, and as always, I have two great gentlemen, two awesome friends, I should say, much, much better. Uh, Brian Cook, what's going on, man? I'm doing well, man. I'm coming to you remote from uh, Tropical Storm Beta. Yeah? Are you in the boat yet, or what's going on? You got no, all no, the no, animals no boats. in the boat? No boats. We were, uh, we were all packed up in the house. Nobody's leaving. Nobody is leaving. All right. Hey, our next guy, he also is here all the time. He's going to be gone after a little bit, but, you know, he's here right now. So welcome, Kerry Mullins. What's happening? What's going on, man? Just another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah? Just, in, just enjoying this soggy weather like Cook. Yeah. Are you getting Are you getting pretty steady over there? I know where I'm in my part of the world. It's been steady all day today. It's man, been steady it, with you? Yeah. It's, it's constant. Swampy. Swampy, dude. Yours, yours is a whole other level of swamp. You don't. Yours is standing water for like the next two, three, four days over there. Dude, I couldn't are. leave the house if I wanted. <laughs> I literally did, can't even go to the store because the roads are just full of water. I can't go anywhere. Did you make one more run everywhere before the storm hit, or what did you end up doing? I didn't need to. Our, we were already stacked up. I went grocery shopping like on uh, I think it was Saturday, so we yeah. were already stocked and loaded and ready to roll. Gotcha. We already had our hurricane preparations. We did that earlier this year, so we have all yeah. that stuff stacked in the garage, ready to go if we needed it. Did uh, what you call it? Did they cancel school and everything for the people over there? Oh yeah, they all canceled the school, even even the virtual school, which makes no sense to me. My kids were virtual school and they they were canceled. They were all excited. Two days we're virtually of, rained out. Virtually, <laughs> exactly, virtually <laughs> rained out. Last literally rained out. That's the first, I guess. Last tally, I I, uh, I haven't checked the rain gauge in since about. Three o'clock. Last last tell I had I had about fifteen and a half inches of rain since last night. Dang, dude. It's a lot. It's a sprinkle. It's a lot. Is it is yeah, I'm assuming your backyard is all completely flooded. It's just it's yeah, if I step into the backyard, it's it goes above my ankle. Dang. Oof. All right. Well Mullins, what's going on, man? Are are you flooded in the backyard too? What's going on? We got some standing water, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's uh it's a little mushy out there. Yeah. Uh, How about I, your house? My house is doing all right right now. I just, you know, I have the puppy. You know, I told you about the puppy before. Oh, yeah, 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 So, you know, she's been a good girl, though. She's been going out in the rain. I've been impressed. I thought we're just going to, you know, just have to, like, push her out in the grass and just, like, you have to do this. I'm sorry. It's raining. But she's been a good girl. She's been out there. She does her business, and she comes back in. And so I've actually been pretty proud of her. She's a, man, like you told me last time, this dog is is extremely smart. She's a very smart breed of dog. She catches on to things like this man it doesn't take like more than a couple of times and she's like i, I got you i'm with you I'm, I'm gonna get this i'll figure it out you know that's good so uh she's been great it's been fun i but it's funny because you have like two dogs now following you like you do something you have two right. dogs everywhere now it's funny yeah, when roxy was okay, where you go now just following yeah. wherever you go so it's, it's it's entertaining as can be in the house so hoping you drop some food oh exactly, exactly. drop some exactly. cheese or a piece of bacon or something Oh, yeah. And then Roxy, That's... our dog Roxy's got allergies. I, 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 oh, it floors yeah. me. She's got allergies, right? And so we took her to, Ours to the vet to get the yep. allergy shot. I'm just like, I never knew that about dogs having allergies. So, yep. yep. We've got crazy. two of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's crazy. All right. My, my husky's that way, too. Oh, really? She got al- she had allergies, too? He has allergies. I have to give him a damn shot once every three, we- three months, I think it is. We go in hey, and that's get what we're, yeah, that's about what we're that, doing. 
That's what we were doing. It's crazy. And then, it yeah, is nuts. The puppy, our, our puppy too, man. She uh, she ain't having going out in that backyard, man. She's like, oh, no, no, no. That water's coming to my knees, man. I ain't going out there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm having, I've been having to take her to the uh, to the garage. And uh-huh. I saw this thing on uh, Facebook months ago where they were talking about getting one of those swimming pools and put a bunch of dirt and grass in it. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I've been doing that, and that's where she's been going to the bathroom at in the garage. And that, that's that smart. Pools. Well, that that's works. Smart. I was, I was I surprised it worked, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's a smart idea, though. I mean, that's a brilliant idea. That way you don't have to worry about, you yeah. know, if they want to go outside or not. The Husky, he don't give a crap. He just goes outside, does what he wants, and comes back, and he's just soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's, it's like, that was fun. Yeah, that's Baca, right? Isn't that Baca? That's, that's no? Baca. Yeah, that's, that's Baca. Baca. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, we'll shoot. I don't know. All these animals that we have. I, I'm not going to lie. I never thought I would get as close as attached to a dog as the way I have with Roxy. Roxy, I'm just like, I love Roxy. You know, even when she does bad things, I, I love Roxy, but you know, she's the closest pet, I guess you could say, I've ever been to in my life. So, yeah, they, they it's easy to get attached for sure. They uh, reel you in and sucker you in, man. They do. Right? Well, you, have you been that way? You've been pretty attached to your dogs. Um, I've never really been a big dog person. Okay. I've always been a cat person. Okay. Um, and yeah, I do get attached to my cats. Um, but the two dogs that we have now, I would say I'm probably more attached to them than I've been to any other dogs. So, okay. It, uh, yeah, they'll get you. All right, there you go. Pet 101, everybody. You didn't expect that tonight. Pet yeah, last week, last week was Star Wars. This week is pets. That's right. There you go. So, hey, we're going to start off with the NFL. We're going to start and end our show probably with the NFL, guys. This is so much news going on. But I wanted to start off with that onside kick. In, unbelievable. Obviously, I am a Cowboys fan, right? But, oh, man, it was just so awesome. I was totally just – I was jumping up and down. I was just screaming. I was doing all those things. That one could explain it to you also. Yeah. But – incredible comeback it wasn't it though i didn't see that i did not see that coming i should have given no. mike mccarthy a lot more credit than what i did and then jim hazlitt that's the jim hazlitt special teams coach did a great job yep. setting that up but the point i brought this up guys is the onside kick falcons totally botched that thing right whose fault is it we talked people are blaming everybody cook botched onside kick whose fault is it that's the craziest crap I've ever seen. That little spinner kick. Everybody just looked at it like yeah. they were like mesmerized, like it was, you know, it's hypnotizing it. everybody. It was like, what? And they just looked at the ball like, uh, what are we supposed to do with this? Jump on it. <laughs> no, Man, that's exactly the- it. That's that's the type of a kick that they never see. Mm-hmm. They're not used to it. And they're like, we don't know what to do with this. It's look at it spin and look at it curve. We're like, they it's were not, tru- truly mesmerized. Trying to, <laughs> to jump ass on the ball. It totally confused those guys. They had no clue. That's why they lost the Super Bowl. That is why they lost the Super Bowl. That's what I thought, too. That's the exact same thing I lost. They lost the Super Bowl because of this, they too. Okay, but whose fault is Those guys are going to have PS. The coaches, Dan Quinn needs to be fired just for the Super Bowl and that alone. Yeah, that is insane. Those two moments right there, he needs to be fired. Gone. Adios. Hit the road. Mullen, do you agree? Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, just crazy things are always going to happen. I mean, the Cowboys are a good team. Atlanta's a good team. Mm -hmm. So... You know, some crazy things happened with the Cowboys in the first half. A lot mm-hmm. of fumbles, a lot of misplays, and they ended up way behind. But then they went and fought back, and like like I expect them to. And you know, they, you know, that I give Dak a lot of credit. He, I do too. You I know, he too. made a lot of great plays to mm-hmm. bring him back. That game was yeah. amazing. I missed yeah, the last and, four minutes because I switched over to watch the Texans game. Oh, yeah, I heard a lot of people talk about it. Yeah, I switched the game off. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh, this, my this God. This is why you don't ever switch the game off. I left I, had, I left I in the third quarter. 
I left in the third quarter because we were having some friends over to eat. So I was like, I got to go to the grocery store and get some stuff so I can make all this stuff. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not worried about it. I'm not going to stress over the Cowboys like I normally do on a Sunday. I left. I came back. My wife was like, you got to get back. They're, they're coming back. You got to get back. I was like, holy crap. Let me hurry get to the scanner and get that the heck out of here. So I caught the last five minutes of it. But anyway, okay. My thought on this is, okay, it's a little bit of both, right? So my first thought is this. If you're on the sideline and you're not getting coached up right about what to do, that's on the coaches, okay? Second thing is somebody made a good point about the players. Most time, people, when they do that onside kick, that front, those front guys, those guys are meant to be there. They're going to block. They're not used to being on the front line to pick up the ball. Right. I was like, okay, I can see that line of judgment. But ultimately, you've played enough football at this point probably in your life that you understand that when the onside kick comes – you get on the ball. So I put a little bit on both. I put a little bit on the coach because you put a system in the right scenario and put your players up there for success. That's my initial thought. But at the same time, you played enough football, you know you've got to hop on that thing and cover it, right? Am I wrong? Or am I- These guys are pros. These guys are pros. They shouldn't have to be coached up on how to play an onside kick. These are pros. They're getting paid a lot of money to do their job. And – and they totally blew it. So, so I you're, put it, you're, you're saying say, that the players should know what to do right now. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Interesting. Even okay. the, even if, like you say, the front line guy, they're just there to block or get in the way of the other team. Yeah. Right behind them are the hands guys. Yeah. One of them should have ran up and grabbed it. Okay. I can see that. Okay. So, okay. Didn't those front so, yeah, line guys I, do what they were supposed to do. They ran past the ball and went to go block. So where the hell was everybody else who was supposed to get the ball? That was my yeah, question. Hands but hands that's, 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 that's the most point. Yeah. That's the most point. So where the hell were they? More or less. But it just goes back to say is they expected a bounced ball and it comes spinning in and they were just like, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the craziest thing. Totally it was the, blew their minds. It did that spinning, the spinning because they did. Everybody was just like looking at it, like, "What do we do? Like, what do we do? I don't know what to do. Like, what do we do with this thing?" So, I mean, yeah, could, I would love time. to know. I want to know what was going through their minds at that. I time. do what, too. What were they thinking? Because <laughs> that's I the problem. Do I don't too. think they were thinking. I think they. Had, I, I think they were all trying to create coal with their ass cheeks right now. <laughs> they weren't ready for it. You know, the dudes were just they were. Staring at it like, oh, look, it's so pretty. Oh, God, <laughs> I mean, what is going on? I don't know. The only thing I can think is is that, you know, it was moving so slow, and it honestly did not look like it was going to go 10 yards. So maybe they were thinking, okay, it doesn't go 10 yards. We get the ball yeah. right here. Or, you know, maybe they touch it before it goes 10 yards. We get the penalty. Yeah. What I don't know, but – Somebody should have fell on it. But the crazy thing, okay, the crazy thing, okay, if I don't, if I remember the game correctly, they took it, they took a timeout, or somebody took a timeout before that, right? So you already saw how Zerline was going to lay the ball on the ground yeah. and kick it. So you already yeah. had an idea of what it was probably going to kind of sort of happen, right? But right, but even you know, in you regular knew, games, you, you had an idea that it wasn't going to be a normal onside kick. Yeah, but, the ball was laying flat on the ground. Exactly. But even in regular games on an onside kick, you know the front line guys know, like, hey, I can touch the ball before the 10 yards. It's just the opposing team cannot touch right. the ball for the first 10 yards. So you yeah. know no matter how he kicks the ball, it's going to – you have you can pick it up prior to the 10 yards. Just so in my head, I'm ball. bored. You yeah. jump on that damn thing like it's a grenade. You yeah. Get it. It's the craziest thing you ever saw. It is. It but did you no see sense. that ball, like, hook back to the right, too, it as it did. was spinning? It was hooking. I was like – what is happening? 
I thought, it was an amazing I, was watching, kick. I, I thought I was watching an animation of a tropical storm going through the Gulf <laughs> is what I thought it was. Coming to your house. Well, we see a high pressure ridge <laughs> is pushing this ball slightly to the right. Yeah. It was it was an amazing kick. I will give him credit for that. that it was, was that was a great kick. Okay. Yeah, he, he kicked it to perfection. It, it, it'll never was. happen again. No, it'll no. never happen no. again. Never. <laughs> never. No. There's no way he could do that twice. Okay, and then one more part about the end of the game, two balls, and you tell me how, how you thought. I was like, we got so close, and then we stopped. Why did we stop? Why did we want to kick a 50, almost a 50-yard 50 field goal? Why did we not keep going a couple of more plays to get that much closer? I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, maybe they were shell-shocked from the all the turnovers, you know, earlier in the game, so they were worried they're going to turn it over again, but – yeah, I was I was like, you know, let's get it closer. This is not yeah. a for sure I think, thing. I think Jerry Jones was scared that Dak Prescott was going to throw a touchdown pass to win the game because he already knows he's going to have to pay like fifty million dollars a year starting next year. Oh now. yeah, right. oh, he's, he's going to have to pay this guy. Yeah, after that after that win, if he keeps going like this the rest oh. of the season, it's going to have to pay that dude a lot. I don't think one more touchdown would have made a difference in that. You know, the dude put up what four hundred and sixty yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he scored, he scored yeah. seventy two points in fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, he went off. I so, won because yeah. of him. <laughs> well let's move to our next point guys hey i watched a thursday night game i watched the Bengals and the browns and i was totally impressed by joe burrow i thought that that guy looked very mature in the pocket i was impressed with his um just you know not just the protruding pocket that way he controlled his team it was all the offline the not the offline stuff but not that just the football plays it was just everything before that i thought he was just looked like a steady quarterback. And I was more impressed by him than I was with Baker Mayfield. Anyway, my question to you guys, watching some of this stuff and watching him go through his progressions and things like that, is should quarterbacks, should college quarterbacks be more exposed to a pro system during their college years so that they can develop faster in the NFL? I don't know about that because the NFL's offense is shifting so much nowadays. There's not a true pro personnel if you think about it i mean a lot of these teams like uh you know a lot of these teams like the arizona cardinals that what you know there are all these different teams that are trying to implement these college uh schemes and such they're kind of integrating mm-hmm. them with so i don't know if there's a true pro personnel anymore okay. unless you're going to a team like you're playing the titans or something like that that run up that load up with a lot of 11 set you know two tight ends mm-hmm. and run the ball whatever so i don't know it's it's interesting to me i say this though man baker Mayfield's done oh he's done He's done yeah. in, in in Cleveland. That dude's out. He's gone. Yeah. He and matter of fact, the only reason I keep him at, at the quarterback the rest of the year is so I get a higher draft pick. Yeah, I agree with that too. What? what but why? Hmm? He just won. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Who did he beat? Besides the Bengals, who did he beat? But he just beat them. He just won. Why would you say it's the Bengals. that he's done? It's, it's he's done. He's he he's not developing. He, he was sixteen of twenty three, two hundred nineteen yards. He had a good running game behind him, so it made him a little bit better. But he had a quarterback rating of ninety eight. I'm done with Baker. So, I mean, come on. Why would you say he's done? When I, I when done. I when I watch Baker when I watch Baker and I watch Joe Burrow during that game, I saw a very distinct. Uh, progression of a quarterback i saw baker mayfield i don't want to say regress but he hasn't grown from his rookie year as much as i'd want to he's got happy feet sometimes back there and you can see burrow is very calm and collected back there in the pocket now maybe his progressions were off and maybe he missed some throws and stuff like that but as far as poise in the pocket he seems like a much different quarterback than baker mayfield that's my personal opinion of course but that's what i saw that's what i'm saying is the is the like 
adding the pro system or pro progressions into the college game much better for a quarterback than just straight RPOs the way they do things now. That's what I see when I see Joe. No, I think it needs to be added for sure. I think that kind of stuff, needing that exposure definitely helps them develop. But the, the college guys are not worried about their development for the NFL. They're worried about winning their national championships and doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. And but as far as Baker Mayfield, I'll go, I'm going to touch back on him one more thing. Mm-hmm. I think based on the success he had his first season, he mm-hmm. has regressed. He's nowhere near where he was that first season. Mm-hmm. He's dropping off. And I don't know if it's his – I think he has the talent. I think it's his mental game. You take him and put him on the on the 2000 Ravens team, they don't win the Super Bowl in my opinion. Mm. Okay. Okay. He's no Trent Dilfer. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to always throw that in there. Well, my point okay. is the and, – And I would say I would argue different Mayfield. than that. I, I think he's got the talent to do it. He's just not on a good team. I don't think he has a head in the game to do it. What? Not on a good team. He's got so much talent around him. He's got he two does, running but backs. He's still not. I that love great their head team. coach. Yeah. Oh, we'll see how that goes. I, I really, and as far as Burrow goes, that's really a, the the point of your segment here, and that really Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. But Burrow, he's still he he's a rookie, okay. so he still has pl- time to grow. But mm-hmm. the NFL also still has time to figure him out. Wait till they so, get game tape. Yeah. Once they start getting game tape on this dude, and you make this kid throw 60 times, 60 plus times a game. Yeah. He ain't going to last all season. He's not. He's not. He's not going to last. You cannot expect that out of the guy. You're right. And his quarterback rating was only a 76. He's so, a little more athlete than I thought he was, too. He is, though. He is. He can run, he can move, he can slide. You know, side to side, he can get – you know, he's, he's an athlete. And I, I hope he does turn out because I really kind of like the kid, even though he played for LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that, And I hope he does turn out pretty good. All right, pick one right now. Who has going to have the better overall career, Cook Mayfield or Burrow? Who do you got? Ah, man, it's two games on Burrow. It's kind of hard to say at this Give point. Me I mean, Give Mayfield me looked great his rookie year too. Um just because, think, just because I think Mayfield has regressed, and I don't think he's gonna—I don't think he has the head game to keep himself in the league much longer. I think it's going to be Burrow. Okay. We got Mullins. Who's going to have a better overall NFL career? I know it's, it's early, but I'm making you pick. It's a toss-up. Um, I think if Mayfield can get out of Cleveland and get to a good team, he would have a better career. Okay, I like it. I like the point. I like the point. Let's keep moving on, guys. NHL. NHL. Hey, our Dallas Stars are in the Stanley Cup Finals. This series is tied 1-1, and it's been really, really good series. Game one was played great. I thought the goalie – I still can't say his name right. Kuba Tudobo. I don't know how to say his last name, and I apologize <laughs> if he's listening at all or any other Stars fans are listening. I apologize. The power play killing was great by the Stars, and the goaltending was awesome. I thought they were going to come out rusty. They played great that first game. Did you have any thoughts, Mullins, on that first game that you saw? Yeah, I thought they did a heck of a job. Played some great defense in that first game. And and then they kind of lost it in the second game. But I was highly impressed with the way they played. And I thought, man, this is – they may actually finish this off in, you know, four or five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after last night, I'm like, this may go seven. It was good last night. Before I get to that point – Game one, I was so afraid they were going to be rusty. My my whole issue was yeah. the fact that Toronto just played two days before. They were still, you know, feeling that, you know, that vibe from the win, and I thought it would carry over into game one. And when the Stars came in, played a, a really good game, and what was it? We finished with 3-0, 3-1. What was the finished final score? 
Um, I thought it was just a great game by the stars. And so I was really impressed. And I thought it was, I mean, with you, I was like, if we can squash this first game energy from Toronto, then we have ourselves a serious chance. And I thought we were going to go up 2-0 last night. And then that yeah. first period, man, I was just like, they scored three goals, like bam, bam, bam. And, and that was the ball game. I was like, what? We, we, we made a comeback, but we couldn't finish it off. But, so. but yeah, but yeah, they let those goals, you know, in that first period, but then, then they shut them down the rest of the game. So I, I like that. I like that they really fought hard, shut the lightning out the rest of the game. And, and then they made plays. Uh, they just came out one short. They did. They did. We've got five more. Are you, are you still thinking yeah. seven? You still thinking seven? I'm going to call it in six stars and six stars and six. Okay. Yeah. Cook, I'm oh, sorry, I hadn't jumped over to you yet. Cook, oh, did, no, you have good, did, you, did you watch it? Did you enjoy it? I haven't watched any of the finals. You didn't watch any of the finals? I've seen highlights. I've watched, you know, briefly here and there. I've been watching football and things in baseball. Yeah. Um, I'm still just not a hockey fan. I've watched it a little bit. I enjoy it when I watch it, but it's just not a priority for me. I got you. I but I, I will say that, you know, the things that I am watching and such, I'm saying lightning and six. Okay. Okay. Lightning is six. I got stars in seven because you know what impressed me a lot about the Lightning last night was their power play in that first period. Now, we did such a better job of power play killing that last game, and but it's how fast they were able to get that together in that second game. It kind of worries me. Um, I'm not worried about changing goalies or anything at this point in the season for the stars. We got to stick with who we have and keep going. Um, yeah. But I think it's going to go seven. I think it's going to get real interesting. And I think that last game, once it gets there, it'll be a defensive game. It'd be, it'll be down to the goaltenders for me at that point. Yeah, I agree. Gonna, I think this series is going to be real similar to the way that uh, the Stars played Vegas. It's, yeah. it's going to be a defensive battle. Yeah, I agree with that too. I want the Stars to win. But based on what I've seen and what I know, the limited information that I have, I just feel like the Lightning are going to win. I mean, I, they're favored. I, so. They are. They are favored too. They were picked to win coming in, so – um, let's move. Keep it on, guys. College basketball made an announcement last week. They are officially going to kick off on November 25th. Dan Gavitt apparently is the man in charge. And apparently, I guess it's getting easier and easier for everybody else. They plan to come out and play. I was, I'm not going to lie. I did not anticipate November 25th. I thought we were looking like towards January 1 or January, whatever they would kick off with the 20, uh, 2021. Um, anyway, I brought this up because why? Because the Big Ten and all their mess. Um, do you think that guys are going to come out and play or, uh, let me ask you this. First of all, are you excited about college basketball coming out a little bit sooner than they anticipated? Yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I love college basketball, especially when it starts getting closer and closer to March madness. And I don't really watch it too much in the, uh, in the winter time because, you know, football and everything that's going on, but I start mm-hmm. watching it more and more about middle of January on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I can't wait for it to come back. Uh, I missed not having March madness last March. It was a big disappointment. It was a big disappointment last March. Um, that was kind of when you when you kind of realized, oh man, this is really real. What's going on? <laughs> right? <laughs> what the heck is going? What? What do you mean they're not playing? So that was kind of the first real dose of all this nonsense. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to them playing ball. Okay, I am too. I'm excited about it. November 25th is not what I anticipated. I was looking more like January. Anyway, Mullins, are you excited about college basketball? Uh. I mean, I'm not a big basketball fan, but I'm excited for for these teams to get to play. So, okay. um, real excited for them, and you know, hope they can do it with uh, great success, like everybody else is um, is able to do. You know, get their games in without you know much of a um, much of anything derailing them. So, yeah. you know, excited about that. And I'm kind of like Cook; I really don't watch 
I don't watch much basketball to begin with, but uh, especially college basketball, it's usually, you know, when it gets to, you know, March Madness and then I'll watch them. Yeah. For me, but, you know, you know I'm just, it'll be good to see him play. It will be. It'll be really good to see him play. So I was happy for the players mostly, of course, the, to get them started sooner than later. I like that. My favorite thing about the basketball, college basketball in the beginning is all the little tournaments that they play. All these like, you know, where they go to Maui or they go to, you know, the Atlantis tournament, Battle for Atlantis tournament. They have all these tournaments. They have the coaches for Cancer Classic in the Madison Square Garden, I believe. They have all these tournaments I love. I love to watch these right. guys early in the preseason. And then things slow down because they play these I'll say, you know, but middle tier programs. So those two middle tier programs can get some games in and then conference play starts, you know, come in January. So that's when I get started all over again. So, um, but I brought this up guys. I mean, is the big 10 going to make another big, what's it, a big to do a big show about this? You think, are they going to be all cautious and I'm going to protect my players? Or do you think they're going to just go all the way in? What do you think about this with the big 10? I don't like this. Oh, I don't see them it. making a fool out of themselves again. You don't think so? Come no, on, Mullins. You know, it wouldn't surprise me, but <laughs> I just don't see them sticking their neck out like that again. Oh, come on, Mullins. I was hoping you were going to say, yes, they are. They're going to look foolish and ridiculous, and we're going to talk about them again come December. Anyway, go ahead, Cook. Yeah, very likely it could happen. But. <laughs> I think that's why they're scheduling the season to start so much earlier. I think they're anticipating having some delays. And college football's had some delays here and there, so I think that's why they want to kick off a little early. But I don't think the Big Ten's going to open their mouth and stick their foot in their mouth again. Come on, who doesn't want to get on band on the bandwagon with me? Oh, I hope I they want do. Them hey, to botch no. it again. You asked a different question. I would love question. to see you it didn't, happen. You didn't ask if I wanted them to. <laughs> you asked if I thought they would. No, I don't think they will. I would love to see them do it. I would love to see them stick their foot in their mouth and out their ass. I, I could, I could, uh, yeah, that would be great. Oh, it would be awesome, and I want them to so bad. I do. I really do. I just want them to just. Do it all over again. Anyway, go on, Mullins. What are you saying? No, I think it. Yeah, yeah I agree with Cook. I feel like, do I want them to? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> fun to watch them fall flat on their face again. But will they? Uh, it'd be great. Hopefully, they're smarter than that. But you think so? Do you think they're smarter than that? Come on, now. You think they're smarter than I that? I said hopefully. Oh man, that's all going to oh. be about the dollar, like always. It's going to be the same thing. So those schools, you know, they claim to be the scholastic scholars of. <laughs> of the NCAA, so. They do, though, don't they? They're not the yeah. Ivy League. Come on. What? No, I'm talking about the Oh, heck, Ten. I bet those guys think they're better than the Ivy League. Yeah, they do. Oh, I'm sure you know they, they do. do. They're like, they we, got, we got the muscle in the brains. They do. Yeah. They probably think that. Exactly. So, screw the Big Ten. Anyway, let's wow. keep moving on. What? Is it not true? I told you that last time when we ran it about that, the Big Ten. I don't big, like them. Lost that Big Ten sponsorship. <laughs> You know, good. <laughs> I don't want the Big Ten sponsorship anyway. I'm not looking. I'm looking for Dr. Pepper. Okay, I'm looking for Dr. Pepper to sponsor me. That's what I'm looking for. Right, and Bluebell. And Bluebell would be great. Absolutely, yeah, I will eat Bluebell while I do the show. I'm too expensive now. <laughs> That's okay. It's worth it. Absolutely, vanilla homemade vanilla. You wouldn't eat homemade oh vanilla while we do the show. That's like the bomb. It is. You better say yes, Cook. I didn't say I didn't like. It. I, I can't eat it. It's good though. Oh, okay. I forget about that. I forget about your diet restrictions all the time. My bad. <laughs> all right, let's keep moving on. Let's keep going. Carrie's interesting sports stuff. I love this part about it because Mullins has it all the time. So let's go. I really don't have any. No, wait, I got some. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what's it? You always do. You always do. <laughs> no, we'll see how this turns out. Um, I was kind of curious about looking up some weird uh, facts, you know, college football's getting ramped up sec is about to start okay uh so i found this little article uh this guy went and took out the 
top 25 uh, teams. And he kind of listed off some, you know, kind of some unknown or little known facts about each of these teams. And there's several of them that I thought were pretty interesting. Um, and I'll start with A&M, of course, because, okay. hey, that's what we like. That's what we like. Um, so they brought up the fact that, uh, you know, in, in college football, uh, saying a team has a perfect season usually just means they've got no losses, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, back in 1919, of course, you know, a long time ago, <laughs> college football goes back a long time. But in 1919, the A&M Aggies really yeah. and truly had a perfect season. They went 10-0 and and did not allow a single point. Whoa. Complete shutout in the entire season. And at that point, they actually didn't claim the national title then, um, but they have now. Um, A lot of these, um, I can't remember when it was. I think it was in 2016. Um, They had some, um, I think it was like coaches and, and sports writers went back and reviewed all these old seasons. And so you see a lot of these schools actually go back and claim some national titles that they really didn't claim, you know, from, from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they claimed the national title that year and then also claimed uh, the 27 title. And, and then of course the one that they've always claimed was 39. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. They had that, that, uh, that year did not allow a single point. I'm looking at that schedule right now that you brought up because I decided to Google it. And that's a heck of a – the first game was a heck of a game. Sam Houston State, 77 to nothing. But, yeah, they blanked everybody. Yeah, blanked everybody. Uh-huh. I think, uh, well, like SMU is on there and TCU. Mm-hmm. Baylor. Um, Baylor, yeah, and Texas, yeah. Blanked them all. That's you know what's awesome? Howard Payne is on here. They're like a Division three school now. Howard Payne yeah. is on here. That's insane. Well, you know, a lot of those schools, you know, back in the early days, those were some some schools that, I mean, first off, you were just trying to find somebody to play that was close, so you didn't yeah. have to travel too far. Um, but, yeah, you played different teams. Uh, you know, back in the early days of football, Yale and Princeton were the ones that were winning all the national titles. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And now, ain't no way either one of those teams could win a national title. <laughs> it could happen. No, <laughs> no. Go ahead and let's bet some money on that. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so, let's see. Another interesting one was uh, Oklahoma. Uh, so Oklahoma actually started playing football in 1895. Okay. They actually didn't become a state until 1907. So they were playing college football before they were even a state. Oh. thought that was pretty interesting. I didn't realize that their, their statehood was so much later. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Interesting. uh, Let's see. Hmm. What was another one? Um, (laughs) Oh, Florida. Florida was a good one. So in 1912, Florida actually played um, in Havana, Cuba. And they played a two-game series. They played against the uh, Vedado Tennis Club, which cracked me up when I read that. (laughs) (laughs) And and the Cuban Athletic Club. (laughs) Um, the ga- the Gators won the first game without any problem, and that took place on Christmas Day. And then the second game took place on December 28th, and that was actually a more contentious 
uh, game. In the first quarter, uh, Georgie Pyle was the head coach of Florida at that time, and he was arguing with the officials over holding penalties constantly, um, and they weren't enforcing the penalties. And come to find out, um, the referee used to be the head coach of the Cuban Athletic Club, the team they were playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Pyle just he he just w- took his team off the field and they left. Wow. Well, the Cuban authorities arrested him. Okay. Which was crazy. They arrested him, and uh, the judge ordered him and his team to get out of town, or they were he was going to throw them all in jail. Wow, or that that was kind of funny. That's crazy. But I thought the curious thing was that they were playing in Havana, Cuba. That is wild. But of course, that was all before uh, Castro. Yeah. So it's pre Castro years. Different times. Yeah. Um, let's see. There, there was a bunch of other ones in here. This guy really did a good job. He's a writer on ESPN, Harry Lyles Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had a lot of interesting things on here. Those were just a couple of the ones that I thought were the the most curious. I have a, I have a question. Maybe you can answer. Maybe you can't. Either way, it's fine. But how are these teams going back and claiming the national title? And who's giving them the okay that they are national champions? You see what I'm saying? Like, so he if- wrote about it in here too, and I was trying to find it. Okay. Um, and I remember this coming up. Uh, for a couple of other teams um, claiming titles and it's, it happened. Oh yeah, here it is. So Oklahoma state was one of the teams that did it too. Okay. So um, the Cowboys were named the 1945 national champions in 2016 um, after the American football coaches association put together a committee of coaches to retroactively select schools who deserve the coaches trophy between 1922 and 1949. Um, and as the result, the Cowboys got one of the titles in 1945. Interesting. So, yeah, I guess that's they their, these guys their, decided on their own. That's their only title now, right? That is their only one, yes. Did those uh, ancestors of those folks who were in those games, did they get rings? Grandchildren? <laughs> but, you know, that's what I would like to know, yeah. <laughs> Do they get a trophy? I mean – so I can't believe How they, they figure this out. I can't believe they took the time to get a committee of coaches together to go back through and do that. I'm, I don't know if I'm impressed or it was a government grant, right? <laughs> <laughs> they were paid to do it. So, so where does UCF fall in this? Is that are they a national champ that one year they claimed it or what? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. No, you don't think so? Come on now. If everybody else is going retroactively claiming it, why can't the UCF? They, they didn't even have to wait. They said, you know what? We are the national champions. Yeah, they wouldn't even claim it themselves. But yeah. Did they make rings and stuff for them? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I think they did. What actually. year was that? 2018? Uh, yeah, maybe 17? a couple years ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. So that's, that is I, – I, I love that. The, the whole thing out of that segment is the fact that they put a coaches committee together – to do that i i wonder what the deciding factors were i'd be interesting to know even more about that part of it well i think it was just so loosely done back in the in those days as far as how they decided who was the champions and who won in that same year when they picked oklahoma state to you know to give them part of the national title that same year and i don't know how they figured this out i guess maybe according to who they played yeah um but they finished nine and oh okay 
And in the Associated Press, number one was um, Army, who was nine okay. and zero. Okay. And then Alabama, who finished number two, was ten and zero. Hmm. So you know, it's kind of funny that they go back. This this group goes back and gives Oklahoma a national title, but really, Associated Press says that Army was the number, you know won the national title. Yeah. So interesting. Just, I mean, just so I mean, you know, there is a uh, UCF national championship ring for 2017. Wow. They got national championship yeah. rings. I'm looking I at it. I thought I right heard now. that. That is ballsy. Share that link, man. Share that link with us. That is some, some ballsy stuff. I, golly. I, I'm nothing, I have nothing against UCF, of course, but that's just ballsy stuff right there. So I'm going to look at that when I get done with this show. All right. Yeah. Awesome. So just some little uh, unknown facts or little known facts, I should say. Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. Well, we're going to keep moving on. Thank you, Mullins, very much for your segment. Major League Baseball, guys. Oh, wait. Guys. Oh, no, oh, what, wait. What, what, wait, wait, what, wait, wait, wait. I forgot what? all about this one. This is what? the best, you know. Okay, the, okay. The, the, the comments that this dude made about Texas is the best. <laughs> so the little story he had about this. Got to throw this in there because, you know, we okay. got to rag on the Longhorn fans. Okay. So, little story so about you know, the there's plenty of, you know, orange colors in football, right? There so is. you got the Orange Bowl. You got Syracuse. You got Tennessee. But then Texas has the burnt orange. Well, during World War II, uh, they weren't, they could not use burnt orange anymore because they were getting that color from Germany. What? So, yeah. So for those years of the, the World War II, yeah. they had to change their colors and they went to a lighter color, similar to what Tennessee uses. Yeah. And, um, and they actually did not switch back until like five years after um, the legendary uh, DK Royal, Daryl Royal. Yeah. Um, in 1962. So they kept that light orange and I never knew this. They kept that light orange until 62 or well, five years after that. So 66. Yeah. Um, and then, but all the students and fans hated that they went back to the burnt orange. Really? Yeah. Says at the time they didn't like it and they actually complained and what? said that it was dark, muddy, murky, burnt orange and wanted to go back to the light orange. Oh, I love that. I love that so better than the go. other thing we just talked about. So, so even Longhorn fans hate burnt orange. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Okay, oh, yeah. That Sorry. Stuff, I away. Forgot no, that's good. That one. That's, that's good. awesome. I like that one. That is really good. That's so, awesome. We're going to keep going, though. Now we're going to keep going for sure. All right, Major League Baseball, guys. So, playoff pictures shaping up. Things are winding down. Things are looking really good. Cook, your A's won the AL West already. I'm sure you're happy, right? Very excited about that. Very excited about that. Yeah. Can't wait you, for the playoffs to start. Are you, are, you, are you? Have you been watching a lot of games? I've been watching a lot of games. I've actually probably watched more baseball this year than I have in any year ever. Really? Yeah, regular season for sure. Just because you're home with COVID or what's, what's going on? Just been intrigued from, you know, I guess at first it was the only thing on TV and now I'm just hooked. Okay. Okay. Well, right now, I mean, they are, I mean, I'm surprised by this part. You're, you're third place behind your friend John's White Sox right now. Just if you were wondering and keeping score. They I'm keeping score. Back. We got, the, we got those, uh, <laughs> those uh, dirty socks in the second round. Yeah. Get ready, right Johnny now. boy. It's going to break it off <laughs> in you. 
Wow. Anyway, playoff picture is shaping up. It's real nice. So, obviously, the Rays are going to lead the American League right now. There's still a couple of games up on the White Sox. But if the White Hops keep surging the way they are, and they have been really the second half of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if the White Sox end up number one. But it would be really interesting to see what happens. Um, and, of course, the Dodgers are way out in front of the National League completely. I mean, I think they're six games in front of the Chicago Cubs. I think they've already clinched the number one seed. Um, and the playoff format, guys, is like it's clearing up. So Major League Baseball is looking really, really good right now. The National League still has some stuff to clear up with those lower seeds, especially five through look like eight are still are kind of muddy right there. Looks like but there's going to be some teams under 500 to make the playoffs too. There like those, will be like those yeah. Houston Astros. Yes, there will be those that. Uh, will be interesting to see how it goes. But right now, the seeding is interesting, right? Because you say that, but that now the Strohs are seeded number six, and I don't yeah. know how they're getting that done. You got the Indians and the Blue Jays behind them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I so I, I don't know how that's working could out. could be because they're the second team in the division and not a wild card. That might be right. I think that's what that is. That might be right. So um, I we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, but it's going to be really good. And I don't know if you'll heard this part too, but Major League Baseball is going to allow fans to the National League Championship and to the World Series. They're screwing are you, this up. Are you excited about that? They're screwing this up. Why are they screwing it up? Why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's fans. But other sports are having fans and not having any issues. Yeah. So why not? They're going to screw it up. Who's going to screw it up? Who? You're just fans. worried that your A's are going to be able to win a title. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get so close, and then they're going to say, nope, we got to call it off. They're going to get close, and they're going to get sick or something stupid. That's what's going to happen. Yep. It's all about me. I'm not worried about the rest of the fans. Oh. I want my team to win. <laughs> you don't want nobody else to win. But you don't, don't want anyone else to watch my, my A's right now, man. But the you fans are coming. Fans to every game except for the A's games. Let them come to every game except for the A's games. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna do safety protocols. They've already said that. Even well, screw the safety protocols. <laughs> wow, it doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? It matters. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. People lie. I'm just worried that it's gonna be the A's are gonna be like one game away from winning the AL, you know, pennant, and, and then we're gonna, they're gonna call it all it's off. It's gonna be another Derek Jeter at the home plate bullshit. Is what's gonna happen. Oh, that, I hate that, that play. Mother Hodge I hate that out. play. I hate that play because I don't like Derek Jeter. He was out. He, uh, I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, but the, okay, let me t- let me clarify a little bit more. Okay, so they're only doing it for the National League Championship Series. Okay, oh, and they're only doing it for the World Series, right? Because it's going to be held in Texas, right? So Texas is in Phase Three of the coronavirus reopening, or however you want to say it. And so they're going to have fans there. So if, if anything, they'll already be at the World Series. They'll already be there. That's cool. Let the Dodgers get sick. <laughs> <laughs> But you could you could drive. You could drive to see your A's. That's what I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Get, I'm not going to get to drive to go see the A's. You know the tickets for that are going to be so ridiculously limited, and then they're going to be so expensive on top of it. They're going to be right in my backyard and be in the World Series, and I won't get to go see them. Just open up the credit card and just be like, you know what? I have to go to one game and that's just right. swipe the card and go. Yeah. Just do it. Just really do it, man. That's how that works. But then when you get the there, make sure – kids don't need to go to college? Yeah. They yeah. Pick, the kids don't need pick, to go to school. Pick <laughs> one, just pick one, and that one goes to college. <laughs> hmm. Okay. The rest of them go to trade school. Interesting. <laughs> but you get to go down there. You'll be super close. They'll be in the World Series. You'll have, to, you'll have your mask on because of safety protocols. You'll use hand sanitizer. You won't order any food while you're there, and you'll be all Bring right. Bring some Clorox. Yeah. You're good. I'm not going to no. be able to get a ticket. You know that. It's going to be ridiculously expensive. 
And it's probably going to get the collection to send this boy. They'll probably be out to like, you know, that sort of GoFundMe account to get a ticket. It's probably be like, you know, limited sponsors that they're going to give tickets to and family, you know, close family and relatives and stuff like that. I, I doubt there'll be very many quote unquote fans at these games. Mm, I don't know. Maybe we'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I, I know. I, I know a lot of these games, especially like in college football, they're um, limited, limited in it to uh, family and friends of the yeah. players or yeah. the coaches. So, yeah. Yeah, I, and it's probably going to be a lot of that too. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, what are they charging for these tickets too? You know, I don't know yet. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know how many they're allowing in. I just know that they are allowing fans because Texas is technically open, so they're allowing fans. So let me ask you this real fast. This is my last question of this segment. Okay, World Series. What they're going to do? They're going to do the traditional two-three-two format, right? For whoever you know is the has the regular best regular season form, uh, regular season record, not format. So let me ask you this: Do you think that is an advantage at all? Because you know they're going to use AL rule, rules for the first two games, right? and then in, in a, NL for the first next three, or vice versa. Whoever has the best record, right? Is that at all an advantage in this instance where you it's a neutral site? Is there an advantage at all? Oh yeah, having the DH definitely that is a huge advantage. Okay, that in, that in itself is the hugest advantage. I'm mean, that's a don't have to have these miraculous pitchers because you haven't swung a bat all season. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mullins, do you think it's an advantage still normally or the things go away because it's neutral site? I think it's a, a little advantage. I don't think it's that big of an advantage, but but it is. Like Cook says, you know, you get these pitchers that, you know, they try to swing a bat and they're going to hit somebody in the dugout. So okay. it's it, it's a little a slight advantage. Okay. All right. I, I think so too. I don't think – I'm with you. I think it's slight. I think – once you get to that point, I think hopefully you've already prepped yourself, your team, and what you're going to do and how you're going to handle it, you know. Um, so I'm with you. I think it's going to be – I think it would be different if you were actually at an NL ballpark and with those rules, I think it would be a little bit bigger. Right. But overall, I'm like, nah, I think it's minuscule this year. Uh, this neutral site stuff, I think it's more about, you know what, we're going to stay healthy. If we stay healthy, we win the – we're going to do our – we're probably end up winning the series. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, we're going to skip over my Pac-12 stuff, guys. We're going to keep moving. We're going to go on a Cook's rant. I'm ready to hear it, Cook. So have you heard of this team in Houston called the Texans that has this head coach named Bill O'Brien? I've heard of him a couple times. <laughs> have you heard about Bill O'Brien? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I know of the name. Yeah. <laughs> Fire that mother <laughs> tonight. I want that guy out of town. I want to get a posse together and go to his house and drag him out of his house, throw him in a car, and ship him out of town and do it tonight. I want him fired. I want him gone. I want him gone today. He is okay. screwing us over so badly. This team had a lot of potential, and he just took it all out like in Major League Baseball. He took out Ron Dord's contract and just pissed all over it in the middle of the field. He wow. said, screw you and your calisthenics, screw you and your Houston Texan fans, and just pissed all over the contract. Ships out Hopkins. There's no reason Hopkins should be gone. You know, this whole thing's, well, you know, Hopkins wanted more money. Well, instead, you bring these other guys in who are making like four times more money than what Hopkins wanted, and he's producing more than all those guys together. Makes no sense. I'm sick of him. I gave him a chance. I want him gone. I want him gone now. I want him. Who's gone. the GM down there? Bill he O'Brien. Is. He is. Oh, he's he's coaching GM. He's coaching okay. GM. He's matter okay. fact, I think he's the only one in the NFL with the official, the official GM and coach title. Bill Belichick runs wow. everything in, in the Patriots. You know the dudes won eighty four thousand Super Bowls. <laughs> he has that right. And Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien has won three AFC South division titles. 
don't get me wrong. He's done some amazing things with some talent down there with, you know, having the quarterback shuffle that we had. Then all of a sudden we get a quarterback and now he's like, well, we'll just screw everything up. Screw it. Let's get rid of Hopkins. Let's get rid of Clowney. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the players. I think it's, uh, I think it's Bill O'Brien. I think it's time to go. It's time to go now. I want the mother Mm. Hodgie out. I want him out now. I am, I am, I literally was sitting there watching the game on Sunday and I looked Mm -hmm. at my wife and I said, there has to be something wrong with me. I am sitting here watching the Texans play. I'm literally miserable, pissed off, angry, <laughs> sick at my stomach, and I'm sitting here watching this bullshit. Okay, well, okay. What was it though? Like, tell me, like, when you're watching this, what is what is making you mad? Is it the team? Like, it's you, like. Well, what's making me mad to begin with is that they're breaking in with all these game breaks of fucking DeAndre Hopkins catching balls over the middle and scoring <laughs> touchdowns in, in, in Arizona. Meanwhile, I got Brandon Cooks running a slant route on one leg. Randall Cobb trying to run an out route who can't do anything, doesn't know where the hell he's going, almost runs over Brandon Cooks because he runs the wrong damn route. But these uh-huh. are players, they should know what they're supposed to do. No, yeah. apparently they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> David Johnson's in the backfield talking about, well, you know, I got 40 yards for the last two weeks total. <laughs> yeah, 40 yards for like two weeks. Come on, man. It's, it's such shit. It, it, I'm so sick of it. It is, it is literally a shit show out there watching the Texans right now. Mm. I'm so sick of it. And defense? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's not address the defense at all. Let's not bring in anybody on the defensive side of the ball that can help. Matter of fact, let's just get rid of some folks. Let's not bring anybody in to help out <laughs> on defense. So I got a question. You know what the defensive rank is right now? No telling. I have they no are, idea. They are 29th in the league. 29th in, in total defense, they are 29th okay. in the league. They are wow. better than the offense. The offense is ranked 30th in the league. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. We suck. We suck bad. And you know what? The silver lining would be normally like, well, at least we had the first pick. Nope, Mother Hodges, we traded that shit away. We don't have a first <laughs> or a second round pick this year either. I want Bill Bryant gone. I want him gone now. I'm tired of him. He doesn't get any more chances. I swear to God, I'm even thinking about not watching another Texans game as long as that Mother Hodge is the coach. I'm Whoa. So sick of him. I'm telling you, man. I, I'm not going to the Cowboys. I, 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 <laughs> I root for the Cowboys when they're not playing the Texans. You know that. But I am I am so sick and fed up with Bill O'Brien, and I'm sick of his damn press conferences. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're moving the ball pretty well. You were down 27 or 20-whatever 20 to freaking three. Of course you're moving the ball because the Ravens are like, hey, we got KC next week. Let's just chill. Let's take it easy, and uh, let's get out of here without having an injury. Same thing the week before against KC. They were whooping your ass, too. And you're like, ah, we moved the ball well. No, you didn't. You averaged, you averaged 4.8 yards a play against the Chiefs. 4.8 yards. Pee Wee football gets more than 4.8 yards a play. And they don't even know which way they're running half the time. I'm sick of Bill O'Brien. I'm done with him. I want Jack Easterby's ass out of here, too. Fire his ass, too. Get him out of here. That dude is, is well, you know, I'm bringing in here and bringing this nice big culture in here. No, screw your culture. It's not working. Get out. Quit screwing my team. Get the hell out of Dodge. Get the French toast out. Bring somebody else in here and get this shit fixed. And even else, I don't know who the hell you're going to get to come in. We ain't got no draft picks. Who the hell wants to come here and be the GM? Nobody wants to come to be the GM. Nobody wants to be the head coach either because you ain't got shit. You only thing got Sean Watson. Traded everything else away. Screw him. I want him gone. I love this, dude. I love it. It was so That's good to awesome. watch you do this. It was good. Oh, my God. I, I swear to you, there are a few people in this world that I just like would walk up to and go, you know what? You're a son of a bitch. And if I yeah. saw Bill O'Brien in public, I'd probably walk up to him and go, you know what? You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> Resign and get the fuck out. Excuse my language. <laughs> wow. Mullins, you had something to say. You go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I just had a question. So I don't guess I've really paid attention much to this guy. I just knew that he came from Penn State. He was head coach there for oh, a couple of years. Oh, he's supposed to be an offensive genius. 
So I'm just looking at this going, how did this guy – I can see somebody taking a a chance as a head coach for the dude, but how in the world do you put him as a general manager with the resume that he has? Because it is not good. No, he hasn't done anything to earn that general manager job. And that's another thing. The damn uh, owner, uh, Kyle Maneer, is like, well, you know, he's earned our trust. What the hell has he done to earn your trust? He ain't done nothing. Yeah. Three Mm -hmm. AFC South division titles with these subpar quarterbacks. Whatever. It, it doesn't make any – that's great. Fantastic. whoop to do You want a fucking cookie? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to win the damn AFC South when you have that team. When you have that yeah. defense lined up that was going on, you're supposed to win the AFC South. So, I mean, I, I guess what they're looking at is going, okay, he's a, yeah. a, a Belichick up, protege. So, yeah, I, uh, I kind of agree with you, Cook. This is it, – It's absolute horse yeah. crap. <laughs> he, is, he is literally taking dog turds and just giving it to us and saying, hey, man, would you like some filet mignon? <laughs> It's, it looks good. Let's eat it. Put a little steak sauce on it. It'll be great. You'll, you'll enjoy it. It's delicious. Okay, let me... I swear to God, if I see Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb almost run into each other <laughs> on another route, I'm going to throw a remote through the TV set. I swear. <laughs> uh, let me ask you one. Okay, let me ask you one. I'm going to say one thing. Okay, so is, is there any silver lining for you at all in the fact that you played the Chiefs and the Ravens back-to-back? I mean, is there no – like, you know what? I played the most two dominant teams in the AFC – uh, you know, that's that's how it is. I don't know. Let's see what happens this weekend against the Steelers. Oh, they're undefeated also. So let's see how that goes. <laughs> let's see how that goes. Uh, yeah, let's see how that goes. If wow. you play the Texans, you're undefeated basically this year. That's how it works. Oh, man. I, I do feel God, bad we, though, we, too. We, we might win three games. We're, we're going to be the team that, will, that would – not that we need Trevor Lawrence. We're going to be the team that would be in the Trevor Lawrence uh, lottery, and we're not even going to have a shot at anybody because we don't have that pick. Or a second-round pick. We have a third-round pick. That's what hurts, man. That's what hurts about the whole thing is the fact that you don't have any draft picks. No, we have no draft picks at all. None. You have nothing to look forward to. Another None. to find another stud wide receiver or something to replace Hopkins. And you That's know what, what the hard part was? Got freaking DeAndre Hopkins just rubbing salt in it every day, every freaking weekend, man. That dude's catching. He's going off. He is going four, off over there. He's catching fourteen balls, hundred sixty yards, and every time the Texans play, he's always throwing these little hashtags up and shit like that. Blessed to be out of Houston. <laughs> Crap. Screw you too, DeAndre. <laughs> You can't blame him though. It's not his fault. Come on, he, no, he no, he wanted out. out. No, he wanted out because he, he didn't want to play out. for O'Brien. I don't blame him. I don't blame He's him. Either, like you, just shut up and play ball in, in Arizona. <laughs> Be happy you're there. That's great. Quit throwing salt in our wounds down here, you bastard. We cheered for oh, you. Yeah. We cheered our hearts out for you. Don't be an asshole to us. <laughs> you're blessed not to play for Bob. How about that? That. <laughs> oh my gosh. Screw Bob. Oh, I'm gonna get a man. shirt made. I'm gonna get a shirt made. Hashtag Screw Bob. Oh man, what oh, were his, what were his stats yeah. last week? What I was his stats last uh, week? He eight. had eight receptions, sixty-eight yards, and a touchdown. And a yeah, touchdown. See, that wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad. It was just the type of game plan they had. <laughs> That's what was I give, I give you that. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, man. And Will Fuller's broke ass is broken. You know, Will Fuller, he's a number one receiver. We that's why we drafted him. He's a dominant yeah. receiver. He's broke. His ass is broke again. He's never he had is. a healthy season. He his, is. Hamstring, his hamstring's busted again. He's like that damn Ferrari somebody buys at the shop. He looks pretty. He's fast. You take him out and drive him around the street one time, and he's got to go <laughs> in the shop for four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Will Fuller, too. I'm done with him. Trade his ass. I'm glad he's on his last year of the contract. Don't re-sign that bastard either. Let him go. Oh, man. Oof, this is good. Ooh, this J.J. Good Watt, yeah. J.J. Watt is now at the point where he's like, I'm really frustrated. I'm tired of leaving. I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. This is gone. So at some point, we have to win these games. Well, guess what, J.J.? We're not going to. I hope you opt out of your contract next year, and I hope you go to Green Bay and have a good time. 
No, Cowboys. Oh yeah, Cowboys. We don't like Green Bay. Come he's from Green. He's from Wisconsin. He'll be. I know where he's from. Where it'll be Green Bay. Mm. No, Cowboys. No. Or the Steelers. That's where his other two brothers are. Ooh, yeah, that would that's be true. Amazing. The Watch Show. Ooh, that would be. Oh, anyway, just don't go to New England. No, For yeah. real. Oof. Speaking of which, I got to give it to Cam Newton. That dude is looking good. Yeah. Speaking of Cam Newton, let's keep moving on to our last segment of the yeah. night, which is I just the want to NFL. Add I'm sorry. Just have, before oh, yeah. we move on Go to ahead. the NFL, just one more thing. Screw you, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> So let's nice. go to the NFL, guys. Let's talk it up. There's a lot of good things that happened up this week. Mullins started with a really good point, which was going to be mine too, which Cam Newton looks solid. Keep going, Mullins. What are you going to say? No, yeah, I was I was truly not expecting him to come out and play the way that he he played this past weekend. And I think he played well in the first week too. But he impressed me. Um, I did not expect it. And uh, – Good for him. And and he is playing with a, a chip on his shoulder because he, he basically came out and he said, it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. Was, I know. So. It's about mm-hmm. the respect with him, right? It's it about is. the respect. It's respect on his name. I like how he almost got in a damn fight at the end of the game of week one. Yeah, I did too. I did yeah. too. Talking that nonsense, those dudes want to run their mouths. I, I'm, man, if he wasn't playing for the damn Patriots, I'd be all over it too. Uh, yeah. It's, is so, it, is, uh, I get it to him, yeah. Is it scary that they almost pulled that off in Seattle, mind you, and Russell yeah. played a great game. Russell Wilson played a great game that day, and they almost had a chance to win that. Yeah. That was yeah, I mean, amazing. I'm I'm probably going to have to eat my words. I did not expect New England to even make the playoffs this year, but and I know it's still early. It's only two games. Yeah. But Yeah, but they still look like Damn New it, England. they look good. They still look like New England. They're in every They do. They do. They, they really got, do. They've got that magical Bill Belichick fairy dust crap that they sprinkle on everything. They do. Man, they still look like New England, and but this time they've got a mobile quarterback. And yeah. you see that they're, it makes it even more dangerous. You see who the uh, defensive coordinator is now, right? He doesn't have the official. He doesn't have the official title yet, but it's Steve Belichick. It's his son. Yeah. Is the defensive yeah. coordinator. Oh yeah. He's the one oh, calling yeah. the plays. Now, oh yeah. God, Bill's going to retire, and his son's going to take over, and he's going to win like eight more championships as well. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's you know that's Robert Kraft's plan. You know it is. Come on. He's going to stay there long enough so his son feels good, and then you know, good enough to call the defense and the fundamentals and everything. Teach the same thing, and they're just going to keep going on. So you know that's the truth. But yeah, so, I'm with you, man. Cam looks great. Uh, you know, and yeah. you kind of had a sense it was going to happen to you, man. You saw him in the offseason. You saw his workouts. You saw how committed he was. Yeah. And you saw the chip on his shoulder, man. He's got something yeah. to prove. And if the Patriots don't sign that dude to a long – if he plays like this all season and they don't lock him up and keep him as quarterback, they're idiots. I agree. You know, what I don't if care you, if it's a three-year contract. You know, get him something short-term. You got to keep him. Are you saying that if a Trevor Lawrence fell in their lap, you don't take a Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence A is not going to fall in their lap. But if he did fall in their lap, sure, you take mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, I guess. Okay. But you got to lock up. You got to lock up Newton, man. I just, okay. I just can't see it. And and I'm, you're talking about eating words, Mullins. The damn Rams. I just, oh, dude, I, I know, am, right? I'm just just shocked by the Rams. I literally am just like, what? What did I miss? I don't usually miss crap like this. How did I miss this? And it's a uh, yeah. They they're rolling pretty good too. I mean, they just put a whooping on you, uh, Philly, which I love. Oh, of yeah. course, yeah, oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like but, me. I love to see Tennessee lose anytime. Yeah, but they would have, but they would have whooping on. I mean, they like ran over those guys. Yeah, so it, you know every direction. So I, I've been impressed by the Cardinals. I don't know about you guys, but the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, what is too. going on over there? How is They're Cliff Kingsbury good. a better pro coach than he was a college coach? Right? How is that? 
I thought they were going to burn when they got – that's not a bad one. Not that I want him to fail. I don't mean it like that. But I just didn't think he had what it took to be a professional uh, head coach. And dang, am I wrong about that. They have a defense. Murray is throwing the ball great. And obviously the wide receiver core, you know, we talked about it earlier. Wide receiver core is awesome. I mean, what is going on in freaking Arizona? Dude, that NFC West in general – is yes. just man, you got the Cardinals, you got the Rams, you got mm-hmm. the Seahawks, and the 49ers are not a slouch either. They're banged no. up right now, but then it's just dangerous. It, it, but with their no. injuries, they could be last. The injuries I, they could be end up last in the division with the way everything's going. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm fascinated. I really I'm still rolling with Seattle as my uh my winner of that division. And you know, I'm still my, my Super Bowl pick, the Saints looked like crap against the uh, the Raiders. The Raiders won again yesterday or won again yesterday. They're two and zero as well. They yeah, are. what is up with that? And David Carr played good. Yep. He played yeah. really good last night. You know, our, and they have yeah. a run game. And our super fan, uh, John Hamilton, has mentioned that he wants the tight end Waller up for uh, NFL MVP. That's not going to happen. A tight end? Yeah, of course he would. That's not going to happen. Of course he would. Well, I was like, I was like <laughs> what's, his, what's his stats? So, you know, he's got 18 receptions for 148 yards. John, he's going to have to do a little more than that to win MVP. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, last night he was like the only one open. I think they, I think he had like 11 catches for 101 yards and like a touchdown, I think, yeah, last night. It was great. But, he was, yeah. I mean, he was like the only one open apparently last night. But, I mean, the Bears he, are 2-0 and o also. He just needs to be happy and, and the, his teams are winning. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do the Raiders can the Raiders challenge the Chiefs though? Can no. the Raiders challenge the Chiefs? No. No. They're no? a walk our team at best. Okay. Okay. The Chargers played great too. The Chargers played against his Chargers. Chiefs. Did you are see rolling. that? I don't the think Chiefs Tyra, had to come back. Tyrod Taylor doesn't get back on the field. He's no. he's, he's done at this point. You know, he, no. he injured his rib in warm-ups, and at that point when Avery came in and had the game he had, he stays yep. in. He never leaves the game at this point. He's the head, he's the the starting quarterback from from here on out until he till he's gone. But Anthony Lynn came out and said, when Tyrod's healthy, he's going to play. Do you believe him? I think he's an idiot if he does. And okay. I like that coach. I like him a lot. you got to ride the hot hand. You can't take Abert out now. Not at this point. And I know the whole rule is you're not supposed to lose your job to injury, blah, 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 whatever, to let the Drew Bledsoe. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Ask the Patriots about that. If they had if they'd done that crap, they wouldn't have had their damn Super Bowls they have. So Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. But Abert, I mean, he played great. He hit me 311 yards. He had a touchdown, only one interception. I mean, dang, the guy played really good for a rookie that first game and against the Chiefs, mind you. So You know who else I'm really enjoying watching play? Who's that? The Buffalo Bills. I am enjoying watching those dudes play right now. You know, They're playing some good ball. Uh, Josh Allen's looking really good. He threw four touchdowns, dude. Who thought yeah. Josh Allen was going to throw four touchdowns ever in his career right. playing at, with the Bills? And he had to throw 400 yards. Where did he come from again? Uh, you oh, Wyoming. He came from yeah. Wyoming. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I, very, very I, close I to North Dakota State. I thought it was a State. small school. I couldn't remember. It's close to North Dakota State, too. So, in case you want to. Oh, look at that. Look at that. You know? <laughs> the small school quarterbacks, you know, that's you got to watch great. out for them. So what y'all, right. what y'all thinks about this week, about that uh, Baltimore Ravens-Kansas City Chiefs game this week? What y'all Dude, it's going to be that? awesome. It's going to be, yeah. You, you think the Chiefs got That's a preview looking, right there. You think the Chiefs got looking forward a little bit last week? Probably. I think so. Probably. They, they had a tough game. But, you know, every team's going to have a tough game. I mean, sure as hell the Ravens weren't looking forward past anybody. No. Well, they didn't have to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not with Bob being the quarterback. Not with Bob being the uh, the head coach. Well, you know, if I was the Chiefs, I thought I probably had it pretty easy because either I have 
Tyrod Taylor or a rookie quarterback. So either way, I'm going to feast. I thought the same thing too. They were just going to roll over the charge, but that didn't happen at all. But so I'm, I'm surprised too that they had a tough game. So, and they almost pulled that game out. The Chargers did because they had the ball first in overtime. They could have won that game and it would have been, got torched down and won that game. But the Titans are 2 0 too. Ryan Tannehill right. threw four touchdowns, I think, last game. Well, speaking of the Titans, you know who should be the head coach of the of the, uh, the Houston Texans? It should be Mike Vrabel. He was in our he was in our building. He, <laughs> he was a coordinator. He should be the head coach of the Texans right now. That's what hey, should that's happen. Awesome. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little good. I'm a little angry about the Texans, man. I'm <laughs> I'm hot. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let me ask, let me ask you this, guys. Who are you surprised who is zero and two right now? For me, it's the Vikings. I am surprised the Vikings I'm, are the Vikings for sure. I'm shocked yeah. about the Vikings being 0-2 right now. Yeah, um, Vikings are a shocker. Um, Texans 0-2 is, is still surprising. I mean, yeah, their really? coaching is horrible, but is it's it, still is surprising. Is it surprising? I mean, <laughs> come on. Let me, let me give you a little stat. Is okay, little... well, I guess really not that surprising considering they played the Super Bowl champs and, well, and then not the Ravens just that. too. So. Not just that. The Bill O'Brien Houston Texans in the last four Five seasons have started zero and two in three of those seasons. Oh wow! Oh, wow. The Texans are one of are, are one of the only teams to start out zero and two and make the playoffs, and they did it twice in back to back seasons. Wow! Well, they started you, out, you have, then, then you have hope. You have hope. This year's exactly. different. <laughs> this year there is no hope. This doesn't feel like anything else like those other years. The other years is like, oh, you know, we had some tough breaks. This year we suck. <laughs> and you know what? It's not the players. It's the it's the coaching staff. This I'm I'm getting off on again. Oh, you're good. You're good, man. You keep yeah. going. I'm, I'm really hot about it, man. I really am. I, f- I feel screwed over, man, as a fan with these dudes. I am so sick of them. Oh, I'm so yeah. pissed. You know, I'm surprised about us. O2 also is two teams. Is the Eagles. I thought they would. That's, I'm yeah. surprised by the Eagles. As much as I'm happy about it, I thought I'm surprised. Yeah. And then the Panthers, too. I thought they would steal the first game of the season against the Raiders. Um, and I'm surprised that they're 0-2 also. So you know, that's just yeah, the Eagles have been a, kind of a dark horse Super Bowl on the list for a lot of people you know yeah so to see them oh and two is a little shocking as well agreed yeah I, know, I, I will say this though i'm just glad football's back i'm glad there are other games on tv other than the texans game so i can actually enjoy some football right oh uh, i'm with you on that sometimes man as a cowboys fan some mother's probably the same way too i'm just you know if cowboys if being a cowboys fan is just like you like you like cringe for like three hours like is it going to happen is it going to happen or what you know what's going to happen today you know oh it's, and then, it's tough it is right, and so you have to watch some of the other games sometimes to just enjoy football. So I'm with you on that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something here. I had to I had to apologize to my daughter on Sunday. Okay. In case oh, you boy. don't know this, Kai is a, a Baltimore Ravens fan. Oh, I didn't know okay. that. She she has been a Baltimore Ravens fan because of Jacoby Jones, knucklehead ass, who used to play for the Texans. He was her oh, favorite player yeah. that played for there, and she went to the, he went to uh, the Ravens. Yeah. When he went to the Ravens, she became this Baltimore Ravens fan. She get downstairs. She goes, "Hey, the Texans are about to play the Ravens." I said, "Yeah, get out." <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? I said I'm not sitting here for three hours and listening to you yuck it up about the Ravens all game. I'm already pissed off and the game hasn't even started. Out. And she was like, "Are you serious? Wow. I'm serious? Out. You're not watching the game with me." And my wife Penny just looked at me like, "What in the hell?" I'm like, "I'm serious. I'm not listening to it. Out." Yeah, that could have turned really bad. I was just and, and I'm sitting on the couch and she walks by and she goes, "What's the score?" I said, "Does it matter? Does it, does it matter what the score is?" <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, guys, we got to get to our last part of the show. We've got a little bit over. Okay, so the biggest part, of obviously, the week, too, besides the games, was the injuries, guys. Bosa, Thomas, Mosert, 
Barkley, McCaffrey, Lott, Cortland Sutton, Campbell. There were so many injuries, guys. And the biggest thing was the ACLs. I mean, there's so many ACLs tears this week. So, um, how many was there? Seven ACL tears. Seven ACL tears total. To, to starters across the league. So you know it's going to come up. Oh, yeah. There was no like, preseason there games. There was no preseason. There was no conditioning for it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah no conditioning. Coming. So, you know, that's that's going to be a big question. Mm-hmm. Is that the cause? Do you think it I is think it, it just happened to be coincidental, and it was just a bad week. Ooh, okay, okay. Cook, are, are you in agreement that it's, it's partly preseason, or is this all bad luck? I think it's a blip on the radar. I think it's, a, I think it's just a, one of those things that happens. And, you know, at some point in time, weird things like this happen. Yep. And it's just – it's sad, but it's a, it is what it is, man. I hate to see it. I do too. There are some players on that list like Bosa and Barkley, McCaffrey, things like that. Uh, you know, and, and McCaffrey and, and Garoppolo, those are high ankle sprains. This is a little bit different. But I'm, I'm going to go against you guys. I think that preseason, I think, matters now. I think it's one of those things that there's conditioning. There's a buildup in conditioning, right? Uh, for your body to get to the point where it's ready. It's, it, and I contributed, I, or I'm sorry, I relate it to like running. So when you're running, you know, when you build yourself to a 5K, it's not that bad, right? And then you build yourself, but you can't just go out and run a 5K, right? Same thing with the half marathon. I mean, you can, but if you're trying to do something productive, it's not going to happen the way you want to. You have to go out there and put miles and miles and miles in, right? And I'm not saying these guys didn't do some off-season workouts. I'm not saying those things. But it's it's the same thing. Like, you have to get to the point where you can run a steady pace for a half marathon and the same thing for a marathon, right? There is a a point where your body takes a pounding and you have to get used to it. I feel the same way now looking at this. Like, you have to grade – you have to build that gradual point where your body's taking that pounding. That's how I feel about it. Mean, and I mean, I can say it. I won't disagree with you. I won't disagree. With you. If it continues on through the season, if we see this in week three, week four, with some more ACL injuries and stuff like that, or even more significant injuries, yeah, then yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I will start leaning towards you as well. Okay. I mean, you're seeing a lot of hamstring issues too. Those I can you contribute are. to to a lot of uh, conditioning type stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Unless your name's Will Fuller, you're always broke anyways with your hamstring. Right. <laughs> That poor guy, he's like, I get off this show. <laughs> or Sean Lee, he's constantly in, in broke he mode. Is. Does Sean he's Lee still play? Mode. He does. Yeah, does he? He does he play? Does. I, didn't, I thought he was retired. Yeah. No. Nope, he's there. He's technically a backup. He's basically a backup. So yeah. um, he's going to be a coach. But but he is someone. injured. He is. So, but I mean, I I feel bad for a lot of these injuries. I really do. But I think the NFL – needs to reevaluate this going into next year. I'm not saying they need to play as much as they normally do, but I do think that you're going to have to give these times, these guys some time to get, get quote unquote game ready. You need so, two. So they were, yeah. They were thinking two. Do you think that's enough? I think I two think, and then their squad scrimmages, I think it'll be good. Yeah. I agree with that too. Yeah. I can, I get along with that too, but yeah, I mean, you guys consider it. The NBA did something like that too, before they kick off their season, this or whatever, the restart of their season, whatever they played a few games or the, let these guys get comfortable before they did anything too. I think they should do right. the exact same thing. So, um, and I think, you know, but I think though, but, it, but part of it is good is to know, I know that I don't like the injuries, but part of it is good to know, like, you know what, maybe what we did wasn't right. And that's okay to know those things. Does that make sense? What I'm trying right. to say? Makes sense. So anyway. Oh, no, so, I got you. These ACL injuries don't get on. They're bad, but they're not as bad as they could have been. 
you know, 10 years ago, these ACL injuries could be career ending. Now it's just like, well, it's just, it's, it's no different than so-and-so broke their leg. A lot of these guys will be back and be just as good next year. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. So I just hate seeing it from some of these young guys. This is the part of it is that a lot of these guys are so young. It's yeah. not like the guys mm-hmm. like they're, they're vets. These are guys are young guys. I hate to see injuries like that for young guys like that. Uh, surgery on a young body and recovery is just one of those things that takes a toll as you get older. So that's what I don't want to see. So any, any more comments guys on the injuries? No. Yeah. Just hope the injury bug gets, uh, runs away from the Cowboys. I do too. I thought with Anthony Brown and, um, oh my God, Van Der Esch. I miss that guy so much. Yeah. I miss Van Der Esch yes. a lot. We I love that so guy bad. on the field. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, anyway, guys, well, that is our show this evening. Do you have a final word, Kerry Mullins? Yep. Uh, happy a- Aggies get to play on Saturday. Oh, I know, right? Oh, golly. Anyway, go ahead. Cook, what's your thoughts, man? Final thought. My final thought is that JJ Watt, I love you, but you can leave. Whoa. Save yourself. Whoa. <laughs> Save yourself. I did not see that coming out of your mouth. Wow. Whoa. Save yourself, buddy. Wow. This, I'm speechless. I don't have a final comment just after that. Right. So <laughs> everybody, please listen to our show on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Hey, maybe even on Amazon Podcasts as soon as we figure that part out too. Follow us on Facebook and our uh, uh, email is offourgate at gmail.com. Have a good night, everybody.